Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Good afternoon, Queer Hearts. You're listening to Queer State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am joined in the studio today with Miss GQ Page 5. And we're waiting on these other bitches to join us in the studio. We're trying to figure out where they are, where, they, where they're at. Um, but today we got a, a, real, a fun show planned for you. Uh, we're going to be talking about who bit Beyonce. Apparently it's been confirmed who did it. And we're also going to be talking about the Roseanne reboot, reboot. We got all that tea, shade, and more coming up in the next couple of hours. So stay tuned. This is Queer State of Mind, live on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk, powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network. Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Queer State of Mind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to QueerStateOfMindNYC at gmail.com. Hey, good morning. Morning. Oh. Jose was not prepared. She's in the studio. She's the one other girl in the studio, but she was not prepared. I was looking at the topics that we were going to discuss. Okay. Oh, look who finally decided to show up and turned off the damn lights. Hey, everybody. Hey, America. What's up? That is um, our politics queen, <laughs> Micah girl. Peterson. Formerly known as the Queen of White Dick, Nika Nederson. She don't exist no more. She's dead. <laughs> or something. Maybe. Hey. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to get into the feature track of this week. So we're going to be starting off by talking about um, who bit Beyonce. Uh, I think they finally found the culprit. Um, the internet did and some, um, you know, gossip, um, entertainment um, blogs and publications, whatever the fuck you want to call them. But we're going to get into some thematic music before we um get into that thematic whatever the fuck you know no, i wasn't i wasn't correcting you i was just i was saying thematic i like saying that word i wasn't being shady shit <laughs> i'm just used to being like um sitting next to say dude exactly being shady and being all, the fucking, all the time so i i'm i'm i'm, I'm a little um a little uh defensive defensive and, i get it. um damaged or Oh, all right, traumatized. All right, damn it. That's one of my oh, favorite Donald songs Trump of all time. Junior, holler. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I Ooh. guess maybe we should add that in there. But anyway, so we're gonna get into this um, feature track of the week. We'll be right back in a moment. You're listening to Chris State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, oh, I said real too. Oh. I ain't gonna stop. I see the. I ain't gonna stop. I ain't. <laughs> We the best music. I said the time of the Maybach. I said the time of another one. I said the time of the Maybach. I said the time of I I to the top of my Maybach, nigga. I to the top of my Maybach. I said the top of the Maybach. I said the top of the Maybach. I said the top of the Maybach. I see the top of the Maybach. I see the top of the Maybach. Oh, I see the top of the Maybach. Oh, I see the top of the Maybach. Yeah, I see the top of the Maybach. Yeah, I see the pub over behind me. Woo, ain't gonna stop. I see the pub over behind me. Ain't gonna stop. I see the pub over behind me. Ain't gonna stop. I jack the top of the Maybach. Fuck these cops. 
V12, C12, I do the whole dash with no seatbelt. Screaming free, my nigga Meek Mill. Niggas can't willy in this free world. Meanwhile, Georgie Pogi sent him and sending me threats. Save your breath, you couldn't beat a flight of steps. Try that shit with a grown man. I kill that fuckboy with my own hand and hop back in the coop. Let's go back to the mud, I hop right out the suit. Save all that whoopy whoop. Let's let the money talk, let the Uzi shoot. No jewels in this paddock for Lee. It's complicated, three million a piece. That's how we do time. You shocked by the mag, that's how we do wine. 91,000 for a wine bill. Keep it real with you, that was wine bill. My whole team ball. Everybody's a star but the team ball. 61 with the thing off. Me and Blue having a sing off. That's a raspberry, beret. The kind you find in a secondhand store. That's a Venice piece. Kind of make haters kiss their teeth. You can't buy this new. I had to back, back, back. You know how I do. Two tone with the powder blue. Woo, 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 woo. Realest shit to come out the stew. Callin' is valid, every word is true. What these niggas gonna do without us, goo? I see the type of the Maybach. I see the type of the Maybach. I see the top of the Maybach. I see the top of the Maybach. Uh, I, I, to the top of my Maybach, nigga. I, to the top of my Maybach. I chopped the top off and notice. Ride around town with the floaters. 1.5 for the land delay. B, put the fuck boy on notice. Fuck boy on notice. I'm the only lady else, still the realest nigga in the room. I break the internet, top two, and I ain't number two. My body, my ice, my cash, all real, I'm a triple threat. Fuck it up and then leave, come back, fuck it up and leave again. Top of the coop and it look like free Nick. In the hood, hollering free me. Too deep, it's just me and Jay, you're both in them cold sides. Woo! I like holla. Woo! I might roller. If they're trying to party with the queen, they gon' have to sign a non-disclosure. Hey. I took the top of the Maybach. 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 Hey, I took the top of my Maybach, bitch. I took the top of my Maybach, bitch. I took the top of the Maybach. 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 Ooh, 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 it's glittery, be glittery, ooh. Everyone, you're listening to Career State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. That was DJ Khaled's uh, uh, Top Off featuring Jay-Z, uh, Future, and Queen B, Beyonce. Uh, so the reason why I, I chose that, that song um, is because that's your mic, girl. <laughs> she's, all, she's trying to get her, get her shit together. Um, but yeah, the reason why I chose that song is because Beyonce in the song references uh, if they want to party with the queen, they're going to have to sign a non-disclosure. She's talking about Tiffany Haddish or, or allegedly um, talking about Tiffany Haddish. Well, I think more or less Tiffany Haddish actually confirmed that she was talking about her on the Oscars um, when she was being interviewed by, I don't know who it was. It might have been Ryan Seacrest or somebody. And she was basically saying, yeah, I'm glad she shouted me out on the song. No tea, no shade. Like, I'm, I'm going to party with Beyonce later tonight. I'm going to sign that, um, that NDA. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, she more or less confirmed that it was her. But since this song has dropped, which it dropped, like, I don't know, like 
at least a month ago, maybe like four to six weeks ago, uh, Tiffany Haddish revealed in a GQ interview that um, the, that night where she takes the photo, the Instagram photo with Beyonce and half Beyonce's face is covered, that she was bit by an actress. Um, so I think it's all related to the whole incident where, you know, like somebody puts their hand, an actress puts puts her hand on Jay-Z's chest and Beyonce comes over and she's like, uh, why are you touching my man? Yeah, right. don't, why, why are you, you touching touchin my, my man? Right, exactly, exactly. And so that's why Beyonce references in the song to begin with. But since then, Tiffany Haddish spilled a little bit more tea, but not all the fucking tea. She started this whole internet frenzy on like who bit Beyonce hashtag who bit Beyonce. You know the 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 Bayhive and the internet in general really wanted to know, so um, they literally and more or less first launched an investigation on who the fuck bit Beyonce, um, which is crazy. You know, like I, I don't know, like how do you girls first and foremost um, feel about? You know, like getting that worked up about, you know, like Beyonce being lightly, you know, pinched by someone on the mm-hmm. cheek with, with, with teeth. You know, like, you know, like the I feel like sometimes the Internet and, you know, like fan armies, they, even they go a little crazy when like the smallest things you think? happen oh, yeah. happen to like who they stand for. So right. um, I could care less. I mean, I just think it's like it's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm so funny story. Like I remember in college, I had a friend who when she would get really drunk, she'd bite your ass. Mm hmm. So I'm just like, it was just a funny thing that people did. And like, I can only imagine that, like, you know, this was probably done in jest as a fun thing to do. And they were, yeah. and I'm sure someone like someone in the marketing was like, let's blow this up, right. you know? So right, I'm, right, sure right, like, right. I'm sure it was a very playful bite. I, I can't imagine right. that it was like a serious, wait, we would have heard something, but it was actually a serious bite. Right. Before we get uh, more into this um, story, uh, our rainbow fish, our resident rainbow fish finally decided to join I'm us. fashionably late. Uh, are you fashionable? I sure am. Uh, whatever. Anyways, anyways, I also forgot to mention that um, Miss Seydu is out today. I mean, I guess you more or less got that because of the like Jose saying I get defensive. <laughs> I was getting defensive when you know, like you know, I thought she was throwing shade towards me, but she wasn't. I was uh, not. <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't. I was just like, I think I pronounced it right. You know, uh, thematic. Uh, but yeah, uh, Seydu is out. She has a few gigs today, so we're gonna wish her good luck on the air. Mm-hmm. And because she's out, we're going to have a really good show. Uh, so we're not gonna talk about Liberia today. Oh, uh, oh, oh. y'all, y'all, your closest sister uh. just threw you some shade, girl. She just threw you some shade. She's gonna get us ass, get our asses back next week. Yeah, she will. Good but I named this today's show the Slay after the hurricane. Let's see if you all get the reference. Oh, the sleigh after the hurricane. So, oh, <laughs> I, I didn't say that. That's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, like we've, we've, you know, how can I put this? What I do has class. No, <laughs> I mean, some of us have class, some of us have struggles, you know. Ooh. I was referencing Janet Jackson's 1993 interview about Madonna. Mm. But anyways, yes, I, I called it a slay after the, the hurricane. Throw a little shade towards my sister because she's been dominated the show for the last three weeks. Doing Ooh. a fantastic job, but I'm like, damn, bitch, I'm ready to get back. Bitter much? Okay. <laughs> I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. I just I said the I slay after the hurricane. <laughs> I, I waited for my turn, bitch, and here I am. Right. I arrived. Oh, but yes, you. back right. to Beyonce. So Tiffany Haddish would not reveal who the fuck bit Beyonce, and everybody was going crazy. It did all of a sudden, Tiffany goes, well, I signed an NDA. I was like, girl, well, you spilled, you spilled tea. You right. spilled the tea to begin with. You started, you started this, you know, this um, controversy, this, this controversial conversation, quote unquote, um, on the Internet. And you're not revealing who actually did it. 
but a few people hinted to who did it over the course of the week. Um, and okay, so before we actually reveal who actually did it or, or still kind of sort of allegedly did it, um, who did you all think bit Beyonce? Start with you, Mike. Uh, oh, um, Kelly Rowland. <laughs> I know it's not her at all. But mm. You're talking to that mic. You know that's the weakest <laughs> mic, girl. You gotta get oh, it in there like a dick. Oh, there no, you go. Um, no, I mean, I, I mean, it's so funny. Like when I heard this happening, I was like, like I didn't realize it was a thing, and then all of a sudden became a thing, and I was like, oh, like that's the thing that Beyonce got bit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, let me the person who did. I was like, I didn't know that you were like you were actually around to be at a Beyonce party to actually get Ooh. close up to bite her. Ooh. You know, uh, they have photos together. They have photos together in the past too. Right in the, the past. Party. I mean, but those photos didn't seem like that long ago. It was before Homegirl shaved her head, shaved her head. But we're still not gonna reveal who it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adriel, who did you think? Bit I had Beyonce? no idea, honestly. Who did you? Who would you guess? I don't know. I I thought it would have been Tiffany shit because she's obsessed with her. Right. So oh, I, I don't know. That would have been. Why you so obsessed? That would have been a nice, a nice little twist. Right. In the story, that would have been a good movie too. Mm-hmm. A good little uh, thriller, suspenseful like, comedy, right. suspenseful comedy. Ooh, Girls Trip Three. Ooh, could you Ooh. imagine Beyonce and Girls Trip? Oh, I, I mean, she would mm. she act like herself, but you know, be funny. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I could see her being like the bougie friend. Of course. Yeah. She's basically herself. <laughs> <laughs> Miss GQ, um, page five, because uh, for some reason you can't get the fucking cover, which I don't understand. So I'm just going by the title, girl. No, oh, you know, um, um, that's I, what, no, that's I what Sadie said. Her, yeah. hus- her own husband said that. That's fucked Wait. up. Well, She's not my husband. But, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Um, I would say Farrah Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who, can you explain to the kids out there um, who Farrah Franklin is? Because uh, I mean, people know Kelly Rowland. Tiffany, pe- people know Tiffany Haddish, obviously. Uh, but I don't think anyone knows Farrah Franklin. So you're gonna have to explain to the kids out there. Farrah Franklin is. is one of the defunct uh, replacement members of Destiny's Child, um, <laughs> circa ninety nine to maybe two thousand. Like was, she was she was in there for like a good five months. Yeah, yeah. she was there for like two videos, right? Yeah. Jumping, jumping and yeah. say, my say, say my name. I think yeah. it was like Poor either baby. yeah, it was late ninety nine or early two thousand yeah. and yeah. then say my name video came yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, once independent women dropped, she dropped as well. They yeah. dropped yeah. her. <laughs> I mean they dropped her over the summer. Over summer. Yeah, yeah. Right. she was literally in a group for like six months. That's so funny. But it's always fun to like watch videos, like interviews, uh video interviews of um Disney Style in two thousand when Beyonce will be shading the fuck out of fair, like, yeah, like oh out of all of them. I mean, oh, oh, but uh, yeah, 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 like the most out of all, yeah, mm-hmm. all of them. Um, I don't think Michelle really got shaded until like a little later on when she started falling down and getting super stiff mm-hmm. on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they realized poor Latavia. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Okay, so can I get a drum roll, please? We're gonna reveal who bit Beyonce or who allegedly bit Beyonce. <laughs> it was Miss Lace. Oh shit, girl! Sanaa Lathan. No. <laughs> I forgot her name. Sanaa Lathan. I was supposed to call her Sanaa Nathan. I'm just like, wait, Ooh, that's, that's not the, right. That's her drag mm. king name. Um, but yeah, no, I was just like surprised. Like, oh, of all people, mm. like, I didn't right. realize that like she hung with that crew. But good for her. Yeah, there was like a photo where she was like super close to Beyonce, and you know, it was just like, oh, we can kind of see her giving Beyonce a love bite because she tweeted, Sanan tweeted that she didn't do it, but if she had did it, it would have been a love bite. Mm-hmm. Um, but multiple sources has have told um, Page Six, so we don't know if these are legit sources or not, but they told Page Six that it was in fact um, Sanan Lathan. Um, we don't know that one just for sure, but everyone is now starting to say that it was Sanaa. 
Um, and that Tiffany Haddish actually referenced the incident before she, re- you know, revealed it in the GQ um, interview. I guess it really wasn't a reveal if she talked about it before, but she mm-hmm. talked about it in like her comedy, um, how there was this actress who, you know, bit Beyonce at a party and she once dated French Montana or was seeing French Montana, which um, Sanaa Lathan has been um, linked to. She's been linked to French Montana. Um, so, yeah, but Sanaa, she, she denies it, you know, like, and I honestly thought it would have been like a white woman. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I thought it would have been Sarah Foster. That would um, everything. I would not live for that if it was Sarah Foster. Sarah Foster was like, yeah, it's me. You know, just to be funny. Right. And so did uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. She said the same thing. She, I guess she was trying to get, you know, some, um, some, um, I guess some coverage. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I, mean, I mean, to be fair, you know, but a lot of times, well, I mean, I think she does like her. voiceovers, but I don't think she does anything else, right? I mean, I guess, I guess she was a little jealous that Dawson Creek was getting all like the... The, the the anniversary news hit this week because that was Buffy last year. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it was Buffy's 20th anniversary last year, but it was Dawson's Creek's 20th anniversary this year. So maybe she was a little jealous of Dawson's Creek, you know, mm. Entertainment mm. Weekly cover. No, I'm just oh. joking. <laughs> but, uh, I love Sarah. I actually really do love Sarah Michelle Gellar. Out of like the young Hollywood um, actors or actresses, she was Whoa. my favorite in the late 90s. Yeah. yeah. No, she was really good. Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know if you'd call her young Hollywood anymore, though. Um, I mean, she's she's so a mother. I said, <laughs> I said what I said. I said late nineties. Okay. I mean, but you know, like young Hollywood in the late nineties was still like late twenties because you know, like they were playing teenagers, yeah. but they were really in their late twenties. So they were like a decade older than the than the age they were playing in the movies and the horror movies and the teen comedies. Mm-hmm. So I mean, with her, it wasn't so bad. I, I remember. Uh, Nine hundred two one zero. Like Luke Perry was legit thirty two, and he's supposed to be playing a seventeen year old. I like that was that was a little creepy. Yeah, but you, I liked how Scream Three referenced like how they get like younger actors to star in like these teen comedies and horror slasher horror flicks because Jenny uh, McCarthy's uh, McCarthy is it McCartney or McCarthy? McCarthy McCarthy her character in Scream Three she plays this act she she was, she was plays she plays an actress who's playing someone named Candy who was like a, a parody of not a parody but kind of like similar to like uh, Drew Barrymore's part in the original movie okay. oh yeah I remember Scream 3 I yeah about and that. she was just I like I'm 30 it. years old playing a fucking 17 year old that's right that's right because right. people like, can cause and does anyone believe that Jenny McCarthy was 30 when she actually even said that line <laughs> right like actually, I'm 45. <laughs> um, was she 45? I don't she might have been. She I mean, might have been 30. You know, she is white. Facts. Uh, mm. Moisturizer. Use it. <laughs> I mean, she looks good. I think right she now does, she, she does. She does. But the thing is, I mean, she started her career. Like, let let's see how old she is right now. Mm. Oh yeah, see. that's sort of the telltale sign of. So we go, we went off on a little bit of a tangent, but while yeah. Jose's looking that up, um, who was you all's? Um, you all's. All y'all. All y'all. <laughs> Uh, favorite um teen or teen oriented actors or actresses teen idols let's go with teen idols from like the, the late nineties the late nineties so it could be music or movies actually mm-hmm. I mean I had a like I really enjoyed Nev Campbell oh yes yeah. Nev Campbell's actually my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. well it was her it was Nev Campbell and Rachel True because I love the craft. It has like one of the best <gasps> oh, I yes. think the craft has one of the best lines I've ever heard in a movie. It's when um is when the the main witch, I don't mean witch, like the one that becomes evil, like mm-hmm. she like walks, the bulk. frees the bulk, yeah, she yeah. walks away, and like Rachel True and the other main character are there, and like the the girl's like, what's wrong with 
what's wrong with um, Nancy? And like, she's like, well, you know, she had this spell. She, she didn't want to be white trash anymore. And I just told her, hey, like, it's what it is. Like, <laughs> it's like such a good, a good line. line. I was like, that is oh. a good line. She's like, we're going to give this to the black girl. We're going <laughs> right. to give this black girl this line. Right. That is she, a really good line. She was like, I'm just, she's like, I'm sorry, honey. You're just white trash. So I have to actually have to change that because I'm actually in love with Neff Campbell. And my boss at work always shades her. And I'm just like, Neff Campbell was that bitch. I don't know. She was great. Because I like her, I, I guess. Like her. Like, um, oh, she was also in the craft. And she was also amazing in the craft. She was amazing in the this craft. true. And she was amazing in the entire Scream series, including Scream 4. Yes, I said what I said. Neff Campbell was an amazing actress. She really is. Where has she been lately? She um, girl, get into she that works mic. at an Arby's now. <laughs> get into that mic. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, she, she, she uh, recently, in the last few years, has has been on uh, Grey's Anatomy. She plays Derek Shepard's um, the character Derek, Derek Shepard's sister, um, mm. or played his sister. She's not a doctor, not like Amelia. I don't know the, the, the actress's name, but her her character name is Amelia Shepard. So she was one of his other sisters who wasn't a doctor who came to visit um, on a few episodes, I think. And uh, she's going to be in this new movie, uh, Skyscraper, I think, with um, The Rock. Oh, oh that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. She, she okay. plays his wife. And I'm just like, oh, look at you yes. getting back to the movies. Look at that. She's just. I think she went like independent in the early two thousands, like after Scream Three. And I mean, she did have. She did quite a few movies. Like she did Wild Things, and she. Had, that was nineties. She was big in the nineties. Like she did. Oh, like, yeah, you're right. Wild she did like a 90s. stream of movies in like the late nineties, mid to late nineties. She was that bitch. Um, I loved her and everything, but it was just like after Scream Three, she kind of like she did this this small film called The Company that was kind of get a little bit of Oscar buzz. But after that, I'm just like I don't know what happened to her. She's just she pop up. Yeah. She popped up here and there. I don't even know if she has any kids. Mm. She also is Canadian, so she's probably been doing Canadian things. Right, right. You know, yes, true. I mean, this, <laughs> there is a whole I, production company over there. No, I know. I think actually what she has been doing acting wise has been more Canadian yeah. oriented. Mm-hmm. Making me prefer uh, Canada. Yeah. That's a good tea. I need to figure that out. We're going to talk about this next week on the show. Uh, whatever happens to Nav Campbell. Yeah, even though she, yeah. she actually yeah. was in a, quite a few movies. Oh, you're looking at her. Her IMDb. I don't recognize half of these movies. Like Amish Murder in 2013. Ooh, Amish Murder. I don't know what that is. She's in Partition in 2007. Ooh, Java Roll of the Partition. Exactly. That's the only partition I know. All right. (laughs) And for all I care, you can keep the partition down. Shit. You can watch if you like. Watch us if you like. Okay, so we are like, we went really on the tangent, but when we get back, we're going to talk about. Straight women in situational homophobia or when queer psychics go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it will be an interesting topic, you know, among three gay men of color and one straight black woman. Who said I identify as straight? Oh. Don't assume. I knew, I knew, don't be assumed. Uh oh. I knew she was going to say that. I knew she was going to say that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted you to reveal your tea on the air. For anyway. a second, for a second there, when you said queer sidekicks, I thought you, I heard queer psychics. I'm like, which one of us? <laughs> Me. Call me Dion. <laughs> me. I'm part of the Dion Warwick Psychic uh, Connection. Oh, I think that's what the name of it was. But anyways, we're going to get into our vocal master. And when we get back, we're going to talk uh, um, more about our relations with um, relationships with straight, you know, women or women who, I guess, I don't know, or it's closer to that spectrum of straightness, I guess. Um, Jose, who's our vocal master today? Well, Miss Mariah Carey had a birthday on Tuesday, so I felt only appropriate. I know that Sadie's like done her as a vocal master, but I wanted to do my take on what I think some of Mimi's best songs are. Mm, Yes. So I decided to choose his his requirement was it has to be before 1999, which I can understand Mm, why. 1998, girl. 
98, 98. No, she still had she still had a good voice for both um, Glitter and um, the other one, Rainbow. That was 2001, girl. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But anywho, I didn't choose any of that. So I chose two live tracks. The first one being from her MTV Unplugged, uh, yes. which is Someday, Amazing. where Kelly Price and Melody Daniels were the background vocalists for that. So like peep out and listen to like their background vocals because they're literally everything. The second is Make It Happen from Fantasy Live in Madison Square Garden in 1995. Um, I just love the whole, it's like an extended version of, of, of the song with like, you know, gospel choir singing like, make it happen. It's just amazing. And the other one, my friend Kyle just recently sent me this song. So I've never heard of it. It's a song on the Butterfly album. So actually, mm-hmm. if you know Butterfly, it's, it's a song on the Butterfly album, but it's like, I don't know major it's, hits. It's a it's um it's an alternate recording. Like the vocals are a little oh. different. It's so it's Fourth of July, but okay. the vocal on it is a little. It's slightly different than the one that ended up on the album. I don't know. He right. found this on the dark web somehow, and he sent it to me. So I've gotcha. Gotcha. so here it is. All right, maybe I will actually know the song. I just know it by title. Um, but actually, there were a few um pop queens. Some kind of sort of pop queens. Um, who They're all birthdays. Aries. All all the pop queens are Aries. Yes, Diana uh, Ross. Oh, yeah, Shaka Khan. Yeah, yeah. So Aretha. we're gonna actually talk a little bit more about those uh, pop queens when we get back, and then we'll talk about our relationships with uh, as gay men with straight women. Um, so you're listening to Chris State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be right back in a moment. To anyone who's ever been dumped by someone you love. <laughs> it's called Someday. Maybe now you just can't conceive that there'll ever come a time when you're cold and lonely. Oh, baby, how could you ever believe that another could replace me, the one and I'm only? But when you're down in your time of need and you're thinking how you might be coming back to own me, just think again, cause I won't need your love anymore. So-
Listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Queer State of Mind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Yes, welcome back, everyone. Oh, oh, sorry about that. I forget that it's literally on repeat. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and you think I would know that by now, right? Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, when you don't do the show for like, lead the show for like four weeks, you know. Ooh, <laughs> snaps. Mm-mm-mm. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. So, um, oh, can I just say that that last track, that Fourth of July, that mm-hmm. was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was cute. It was it's a cute. great, great song. Off that's Butterfly. A really, that's a really great song. Makes me want to revisit that. No, right. not cute. It was gorgeous. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I shouldn't say Bats. cute because cute can be a little bit of a little, mm-hmm. a little piece of shade. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, Mariah Carey's birthday was on Tuesday. Tuesday? Was yeah. it Tuesday? Tuesday. Okay. So her birthday was know? on Tuesday. Uh, we don't know, girl. Oh. Well, she she, like she had way. an anniversary is what she says. She doesn't call them birthdays anymore. Oh. She has an anniversary. Really I was saying, yeah. that's what I was saying. She, I mean, she's eternally a 14-year-old girl. So it's oh, facts. <laughs> that's why she wears what she wears. Yeah. she mm. she's She's one of those people that like I feel like she never matured emotionally beyond the eighth grade. Like that's mm. that's where she's living. I can see that she's like Michael Jackson that way. <laughs> mm. Well, <laughs> she had a birthday on Tuesday along um, alongside um, I believe no 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 her birthday was on Tuesday. Her um, birthday was on Tuesday. Aretha's was Sunday. Sunday. Aretha. This past Sunday. Mm. This past Sunday. Um, I'm just trying to figure out because Lady Gaga she Shaka Khan. Wow, I miss Shaka Khan's birthday, girl. Anyways, uh, yeah, like on March 28th was um, Lady Gaga's birthday. Um, that was uh, that was Tuesday, I thought, right? March 28th. Is, I'm getting no, these dates mixed no. Up. March 28th was um, when that was Wednesday, right? Wednesday. 28th? Yeah, yeah, Wednesday. Looking okay, up. so yeah, Lady Gaga had her birthday on Wednesday, and I believe it was also Jesse J and Fergie who had birthdays. Oh, um, I could care less about the latter two. Sorry, <laughs> what's wrong with Jesse J? I Jesse J. I mean, Jesse J is a good singer, but I just don't. Yeah, which like, was also on Tuesday. With, like Stevie Wonder, I just don't see it for her. Ooh. Oh, oh, so yeah. Oh my God, I just, Jesse. <laughs> so that's what it was. That's what it was. Jesse You're J. Terrible Muriel. Jesse J. <laughs> and um, Fergie shares. A, they both share a birthday with Mariah Carey. All mm. three of their birthdays were on Tuesday. Like Gaga's birthday was on Wednesday, um, and this is Lindy Dion's birthday was yesterday on Friday. Oh. Um, Diana Ross had a birthday, I believe. Um, mon- no, yeah, Monday. It was wow. Monday. We can like look it up. All yeah. these Aries, was, was, all, and all of them are. No, no, it was literally Monday because yeah. I wrote yeah. about it. It okay. was Monday. I mean, uh, I think there's something to be said. And for- I, I remember saying, I remember thinking that like her and Aretha Franklin birthdays are a day apart. That's crazy. And also another Queen's birthday was on Sunday as well, alongside Aretha Franklin. That was Elton John. Um, oh, see, I mean, I think there's something to be said for like, I mean, you know, you look at fire signs and like how mm. many great performers we have that are fire signs. Like you have like, Damn. you know, this past week you have all those, and then also for Leos you have like. Whitney Houston, you have like Madonna, like and Michael. Prince. Yeah. No, my, no, no Michael, Prince, Michael, Michael's Prince is Gemini. Oh, Prince oh, is Gemini? Gemini. oh, my bad. Oh, uh, also, Gemini's are amazing. Uh, but uh, I think Michael's Prince and Patty are Gemini's. Okay. Well, 
Well, but it's a full spectrum, but I mean, especially them, not Pisces. And mm. Tana Jackson's a Taurus, so yeah, that's true. Interesting. Yeah, but I think Michael, he's actually a, a he's a Virgo. Virgo. He's, he's a Virgo. Virgo. He's, he's not a Leo. August twenty eighth. Right? Beyonce's a Virgo, so there we that's go. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. I forget when Rihanna's birthday is and what she is. I think I feel like she's a fire sign too, but I'm not too for sure. Well, you know, maybe I'll take back what I said. There's, February twentieth. Oh, February twentieth. Oh, she's oh she's like a Pisces Aquarius cusp. All right. Yeah, because I remember like we talk a lot about. Well, Sadie talks a lot about like how. People look at Rihanna as being like the vocal, um, like the person that people look up to vocally, um, like the biggest vocal affluence of this generation, which mm-hmm. you don't like on the surface seems like it's true. But uh, technically it's Sia because that's kind of where like Rihanna got some of her style from. Um, <laughs> and, and like and a lot of <laughs> other girls, too, like, you know, like they kind of sing it in a similar way. Mm. Like how Sia wrote the song because right. she writes up for all the girls, pretty yeah. much. Um, but yeah, I did that. I did that story for Rihanna's birthday. Interesting. Um, okay. who, who's like more vocally influential for this generation? Yeah. Interesting. But yeah. Sia won. Yeah, Sia. No, Sia's everything. I mean, I guess I'll take like my previous comment. I mean, amazing singers happen in every zodiac sign, not just the fire signs, but the fire signs ones are the most fiercest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. I mean, our greatest entertainers of all time: Scar Virgos and Taurus. I mean, I got like I don't have anybody in I mean, the damn cancer. Festival. I mean, I'm a Gemini. I got I got Kylie Minogue. We got Patty. We got Prince. I feel pretty good. Yeah, about the Gemini. Who do I have? As, oh, I have George Michael. I'll oh, take there you go. That's a good one. He's a good one. Mm-hmm. And I think I birthday's like like literally like a day or two after mine. Is when it, is your birthday? June 28th. And I think her birthday is either on June 29th or June 30th. I'm looking at it up I right think now. his is the 29th. Oh, and Sailor Moon is June. No, it's June twenty fifth. No, I remember because it's it's on the day that Michael Jackson passed away. Yeah, sure did. It it is June twenty fifth. I know all the sailors' birthdays. Oh my god! So George Michael's birthday is on June twenty fifth, the day that Michael Jackson passed away. Oh shit! Um, Boy George's birthday is a few days either before or after George Michael. Oh, I miss her. (laughs) She's around. I know. I just you know I miss being hateful. Exactly. With her sister Elton, both Mm -hmm. being hateful. Those Brits, you know, (laughs) drinking their tea. But yeah, I really wanted to ask you all, like. Out of all the divas that we, pop divas and queens that we literally just mentioned, who is your favorite and why? Start with you, Micah. Who had a birthday recently Ooh, in the last week? Oh, um, I mean, I mean, they're all amazing. I like. I've recently, I've like, kind of rediscovered Celine. Not like quote unquote rediscovered in the sense of like, oh, I forgot she sang this song. Oh, I forgot she mm-hmm. sang this song. Right. Um, and I feel like or cover what, of this song or cover, cover of this song. <laughs> like I think, uh, I mean, they're all amazing, but um, I think Celine just for her like. You know, longevity, and I really want to go see her in Vegas. Maybe we can do like a queer state of mind in Vegas. Yes, yeah. yes. Vegas is like the third place on the list. So we're doing Miami, Israel, and I part of our mm-hmm, cruise, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna hopefully do Nola if we can get these tickets under four hundred dollars. And then uh, for Essence Fest, so I can yes. see Janet, and then um, hopefully Las Vegas for like maybe like Thanksgiving weekend or something like that. I don't be know. Cute. Um, be cute. Mm-hmm. I really want to see um, Celine Dion, and mm-hmm. then maybe Britney. Mm-hmm. Just the same. Britney's still in Vegas. I think so. I no, think she might. She no, might be her, taking a break, right? Yeah, no. she oh, okay. her contract ended. And I don't. Oh. There hasn't been talks of bringing it. Back. Oh, okay. well, there's J Lo. You can see J Lo whenever, yeah, she, whenever she comes up. I don't I know if she's love there, J-Lo. but she's. I know she's there occasionally. Mm-hmm. And maybe, oh, maybe Gaga because Gaga's supposed to start, but I'm not sure when. Um, off the top of my head, I think it starts this November. Right? Doesn't yeah. Gaga's residency start? I think in November. Oh, it could be November. Could be yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Gaga and Celine is like weird because she's actually kind of like a showgirl, even though she's more of a vocalist. She's yeah. part of the vocal trinity, but 
I would say that all of the vocal trinity, especially Whitney and Celine, were showgirls in a sense. Mm. You know, they True. really had like the showmanship or showwomanship. So what about you, Adria? Who's your favorite? Uh, from this past week, I would say Aretha because I grew up hearing her around the house. My grandparents, my grandmother in particular, loved Aretha. She still does. So she's near and dear to my heart. Oh, yeah. And you, Miss GQ? I mean, I grew up listening to Mariah Carey. So by default, I'm going to say Mariah Carey mm-hmm. because I'm, mm-hmm. I know her, her catalog inside and out. Um, well, almost inside and out. I know anything up until like the mid aughts, and after the mid aughts, she sort of. Do you like the uh, emancipation of, of Mimi? Like yeah, people, like emancipation is, is 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 that was her last great album. Yeah, it really was. It was I her last she was great album. Yeah, great on the album. Yeah, yeah. Like, so. yeah. One um, only part one and part two. <laughs> but um, but honestly, I I would like to say also Miss Diana Ross because I just oh, I yeah. sort of discover her music. That's mine. Uh, She's amazing. I, I discover. I mean, I always as a kid, my um, we had this radio station called Magic One Hundred Two Point Seven, so yes. they would always play oldies. So I was very much immersed in the Supremes catalog. So mm-hmm. I knew like you know where did I love go? You keep me hanging on like all the Supremes tracks, but I. It, since it was an oldie station and it didn't play anything past like the <clears throat> mid 70s, I really wasn't familiar with Diana Ross's solo work from like the 70s, 80s, and, and even the 90s. Mm-hmm. So I sort of have delved into listening to those like these, like that great song that uh, Sadie recommended called Eaten Alive, which <gasps> Michael Jackson wrote and does the background. Song. That video. That song is the so video is amazing. Um, I mean, the entire the the album The Boss is brilliant because it's written by Ashford and Simpson. Mm. I also have to go with Diana Ross. She was that bitch in the eighties. She was a bitch in the yeah. in seventies, but she really had yeah. Donna Summer as this competition yeah. mm-hmm. back in those days. And you know, like you know, Aretha was still doing her thing. She was like basically, basically Aretha was winning all the R and B and soul Grammys throughout the damn seventies. Mm-hmm. Like she would not let up on the Grammys. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, she won it from sixty eight to seventy four yeah. wow. consecutively. Yeah. And then in like seventy four, Natalie Cole won it. Oh wow! So it broke Aretha's streak. It's, it's weird how long Natalie Cole has been around. Cause you think she seems so much younger. Like yeah. she's she's more a part of like the generation of Whitney Houston. Yeah, uh, right, even though she's, she's actually, not, she's, yeah, older. Yeah, crazy. Her, right? her skin was beat. I guess. Yeah, that's some good. Face was beat. That's some good. She was. Oh yeah, because she was on. She yeah, was yeah. on drugs. She did do like the BH1 uh, little biopic. Yeah, she's played as herself as oh. in her latter years. Oh. But yeah, like I would have to go with Diana Ross. You know, I get my life to work that body. I'm gonna be working out these next three weeks to work my, work that body because I need to get my body in shape for Miami and the Bahamas. Uh, so yeah, Miss Diana Ross, the boss. Yeah, you know, actually, I think we fun maybe like a couple of weeks. Like, yeah, we could do like a B side track of all Diana tracks for like a, you know, okay, yeah, because like, also a song that I keep, I, I remember I heard like recently it was like the song Sunny Boy, which like when they're little Supremes, it was like a B yeah, 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 that's a really good song. I'm like, that is a really good song, you know, so anyway. All right, we'll move on now. We're going to get into a little bit more of a serious topic before we go into our second hour. So we're going to be talking about straight women and situational homophobia or when, or when queer psychics, psychics. See, it sounds like you said <laughs> oh, yeah, psychics. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like where the fuck are these queer Side, psychics coming Sidekicks go bad. Um, so, I, you know, like we obviously have three, you know, queens and well, four queens, both three of them gay and one of them um Questioning? No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, she knows who she we knows. Got, we, got, we got fish in the, in the building. That's basically what I'm saying. Swimming upstream. So this is an article written by um, the very smart brothers. Um, so the article starts off with like, remember the Queen's Court? 
that cyber bullying, um, bu- bullying, excuse me, a strive against the popular YouTube show, um, that vintage rapper. Guy. I didn't vintage. actually remember. Seeing, I never remember reading reading vintage the first time I read uh, read this. Hosted with her homegirl T. S. Madison. You know the one where the my neck, my back rapper insulted everyone doing better than her, which is the whole entire earth. Um, issued hilarious court rulings against your favorite urban celebrities. Um, so things fell apart after a production dispute um, went full left, climaxing with a 25-minute video rant in which Kaya basically drags Madison, a transgender woman, by calling her a man in a wig. And she also, I think, you know, like, said some other, you know, assaulting things related to her um, her being transgender. And basically this article goes on to talk about, like, how um, queer men can be a straight woman's best friend until they do something to piss them off and then you get dragged for being a faggot or being whatever other, you know, derogatory term against LGBTQ people. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to, like, ask you all, how do you all feel about this particular situation? But also, uh, we'll talk a little bit about this particular situation, how you feel about it, but also, um, uh, have you ever experienced this in your in your own life, in your own personal friendship? So, Micah, how do you feel about you know, like this whole controversy because it's been going on. I think for like a few weeks, I watched bits and p- pieces of like the videos of like them dragging each other and the rants mm-hmm. and shit like that. And I've, I've also seen the Queen's Court, and I've also seen the Legends panel, and you yeah. know, Janet Jackson. You know, the parody yeah. where Janet Jackson drags Kaya for coming for her on the Queen's Court. Yeah, but I mean, anyways, yeah, I mean, point. I'll preface by saying that I've never watched their YouTube series just because, like. I've known of it for a very long time, mm-hmm. but I just never really had a desire to watch it for mm-hmm. various reasons. Um, it, it's obviously problematic to me because I think Kaya or Kia, however you pronounce it, is a highly problematic Kaya. person. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Kia. You are a shady bitch. Like, I don't know your I name. I love Micah Shade. Thank you. Um, but, um, I mean, this is like, this is a pattern that we've seen um, among, you know, I mean, you know, when we see like, like cis, like cis women, like you know, like the first, mm. the first thing they lash out to is like that's a better term, cis, cis women, instead of straight women. Yeah, like yeah. cis women, right? Um, I mean, that, I mean, it is an issue that you know. I mean, hell, I'm guilty of it as like as as a cis male, right? Like, I know I've definitely like not well, not definitely, but like I know that like you know the first thought for you know, I think the first insult to call someone a man that like is identifying as a woman. We do it with Wendy Williams. We do it with like mm. so like that's like the first insult you go for. Yeah. Um, or like not even just an insult. I mean, it is an insult, but like it's like like the first like kind of going place, and like I just think it's problematic that like that's how we think of like transgender people or women in general who like maybe like, you know for whatever reason have a more masculine look. Um, and I think that it's I think it's a problem more with how we um, how like how do I, I think it's, it goes back to this old notion of like I think we are uncomfortable with the notion of people who like women who have masculine features let's right. put it that way right. yeah and i think it's just like how do we reconcile that and i think it's just like a larger issue and i think that is unfortunate that this has happened um i mean i'll read some of the comments in the article too and like you know this is a show that again has been problematic and it's like well why is c.s madison like not set up for other women who've mm-hmm. been like called out for right. and like now mm-hmm. this suddenly happens and now we're supposed to like support her because i think kaya once or twice or shit every damn time they do a fucking show would say something like homophobic or transphobic and like um madison would go like oh girl you can't say that no like that's not right and she's just like and she, she you know kaya will say whatever the fuck she wants to say and that's that um miss gq how's that um i've i've 
occasionally watch the the series. It's to me not that interesting. It, it they tend their episodes tend to run very long, and they just talk about things that are just of real no interest to me. But um, but yeah, I do find that this sort of like I I have a problem when cisgendered women like have gay friends sort of like as an accessory of some yeah. sort. Like and there was something in the article. Um, the article said very well, like you know, like you said that you know we we can be their best friends if we can contribute something to them, like do their makeup or do their hair or help exactly. them out with something. But once once the relationship. Once that sort of uh, relationship isn't reciprocal or whatever, then you're just, as the article says, you're just a faggot to them. Exactly. So it's it's it is problematic. But I mean, on 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 the uh, on the other end, I do know a few gay males who are very misogynistic. So exactly. we we have to look at it from both an- from yeah, both angles. That's, that's, that's I think true. all parties can be guilty of you know. Um. What am I? What sort of guilty? Yeah, yeah, like like <laughs> being guilty of being uh, offensive. Towards, exactly. Right. You know, like people and that they we, call friends. Yeah, you sometimes do it unconsciously. You know, right. it's not. I mean, it's yeah. something we're so ingrained in. I mean, right. there's. I mean, yeah. and who's to say that? Like, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting like words in like Tia's mouth in mouth or anything. But like, you know, living in society, you know, she. I mean, she could have also have like she probably has like internalized misogyny as well. I mean, could have acted out in certain ways. I mean, we all right. have, even regardless of our gender. I mean, we've seen women attack other women because of internalized like misogyny right. so i mean this is like it's intersectionality like and also racism and everything else like yeah. all better into one <laughs> but let me just say really quickly on the air i wish adriel ever would i wish she ever would shit i need to rethink my best friend because you said y'all be doing damn makeup and shit you have never done my makeup or hair, oh, shit. My i'm not a doing yours I, for halloween oh not on one occasion on one occasion i am not a gay stereotype okay i shouldn't have to do yeah. your 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 fucking makeup okay but i wanted to ask you like seriously like we're not gonna drag you girl have you ever been this girl have you ever been kaya no well first of all kaya's a trash ass person I'm sorry. <laughs> and i don't thank you diane thank you i just don't like listening to people mm-hmm. just drag other people right. all the time for no reason i know the answer by the way because um, she is my best friend but i just want her to say yeah no i think she's trash and she's you know i don't know um yeah like t.s madison like i don't think deserved that but i've also heard her like say shit about like wendy williams for example mm-hmm. and be like oh she looks like a man and it's like mm-hmm. all right but here you are you know feeling what that feels like right. and you want people to back you up exactly so, mm-hmm. i feel like she yeah. you know like she does i don't want to say just because she associates with kaya that makes her guilty but i definitely see her i don't know i don't want to be say i don't want to say guilty by association but because she's yeah. definitely said some shit herself is my point right, right. i mean you if know. you if you play in the mud don't like you should expect to get dirty right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but i've also seen her just like let kaya say shit that mm-hmm. she shouldn't say mm-hmm. and like occasionally she'll say something like oh you shouldn't say that but right, right. she doesn't really address it yeah right. like that's like a white person walking up to me and like saying an n-word throwing around my, for me i'd right. be like hold nigga, on nigga, nigga, nigga. Right. like we're not about to do that right like, and i think it's like you know what is our role as like people who are minorities or like you know in disadvantaged right. like disadvantaged uh, marginalized groups, community. marginalized mm-hmm. groups. Thank you. That's what I'm like. What's what I'm looking for? Like, what's our role in like calling that kind of bullshit out? Right. I know. You like, should do it. I know we should. And like, yeah. I know I'm guilty of like not doing it enough. I like, definitely let some of my white friends like say shit. I'm just like, I know yeah. you're not supposed to. I'm like, I'm just gonna shut up because I'm just yeah. fucked up. But I'm like, we just need to speak up more. Yeah, right. we do, and and it has to be from like a, a good approach. Like, don't mm. you know, go off on people, but rather like use it as as it as an educational moment yeah and mm-hmm. actually explain why they should not be doing with it right for people who deserve it because not everyone you know like some well, people yeah, are just some like people know people. better 
Yeah. You know, just to be hateful. And you better read their souls. Right. right. <laughs> and, and, and then you kick them to the curb. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. We're about to be moving into our um, second um, hour here. I'm going to skew this music real quickly. Oh, what's going on? Is it playing? Oh, snaps. Okay. We're going to do that. Okay. Oh. That's why. Oh. I clicked the wrong thing. Oops. Sadie, we miss you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Ooh, shut, up, bitch. <laughs> shut up, bitch. But anyways, I wanted to like um, close out this um, hour by saying that today is um, Transgender Day of Visibility. Uh, we can talk a little bit more about that, at, you know, like in the second hour, which we're moving into. But I also wanted to say that um, transgender um, people should be visible every single fucking day, too. Amen. Um, and it does annoy, you know, like I, I do know people who get annoyed when people only highlight issues that transgender people face on a day like today. So, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, you're listening to Crusade of Mind live here already on Free Brooklyn. And if you recently joined us, you know, and we're going to be moving into our second hour. This is Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn, New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network. Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Queer State of Mind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to Queer State of Mind NYC at gmail.com. Hey y'all, welcome back. We are joined. I just want to like repeat because you know, like, yeah, I, I don't expect our queer hearts out there to remember all the girls' names. <laughs> Besides mine, <laughs> Bitch. this is your alleged but paid pop culture queen, Duran. Um, I'm doing great today. You know, I got my drink here. I need to refill it. Um, so I'm going to be refill it, refilling it once we get into this throwback track that Jose prepared for us in a moment. We're also joined in the studio today by our politics queen, uh, Miss Micah Peterson. Hey. A.K.A. the formerly known as the queen of white dick, Micah Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead to me. <laughs> but, you know, like, you know, you got to, you got to, you, you still got to, you know, like be not necessarily proud, but honest and transparent about your past. Of course. That's you know, mm-hmm. and y'all don't know shit about mine. That's, I'm going to keep it that way. <laughs> we are also joined in the studio today by Miss GQ. I think the cover page, not page five, like some people call her and Ooh. some people who call themselves her husband, Miss Jose, Miss <laughs> Jose. Miss Jose, hey. <laughs> Jose Zarza. How are you doing today? I'm all right. I'm all right. A little tired, a little groggy, but I'm good. Okay. You've been groggling what? Groggy. Groggy. Oh, my God. You know what? Good day. Listen, it is my... Alt-Delete. Oh. <laughs> I am not Let's SZA. restart this morning. I am not SZA. You can control Alt-Delete. Huh. Okay. 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 No, I actually like SZA. She grew on me. Um, and we're also joined in the studio today. Um, we have a special guest, but she's not really that special. <gasps> My best friend, aka our resident rainbow fish, Miss Adrielle Parker. Hey, hey. Mm. Mm. All right, we can get back into. (laughs) We can get into our actually. We can get back into into our throwback track. Um, So, what do we have as our throwback track today, um, Jose? So, since it was Aretha's birthday on Sunday, I decided to do a track to her. So, I chose a lesser known song of hers, but it's like Mm. one of my absolute favorites from like the. Aretha 80s uh, Pantheon and it's her cover of the Stones' uh, Jumping Jack Flash mm-hmm. and Ooh. Keith Richards is playing the the guitar on it. 
Yeah. I think it was it was on the album Aretha, which also had "I Knew You Were Waiting for Me" and yes. um, oh, I yeah. forget what other tracks. Of course, Michael. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a great cover. On the album yeah, too. her only no, other number one Billboard Hot 100 hit. It was "Respect," mm. and then I know you were um, waiting waiting for me. It has yeah. yeah, Jimmy Lee, Jimmy Lee, Jumpin' Jack Flash, and I knew you were waiting for me were the singles off of the album. Um, it was I think Jumpin' Jack Flash was also a song on a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, by a movie by Whoopi Goldberg because there's a movie called Jumpin' Jack and she's in the actual video so yeah it makes sense so I guess the song was <laughs> the song was on the soundtrack and then it ended up on her album alright there, there we, we go, go. <laughs> so yes you're listening to uh, Queer State of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn be right, we'll be right back in a moment
Yes, come yes, through. Yes, yes. Listen it. Hallelujah. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I love that part. That's the best. I, I got, Wait, can you turn this song? Like, I, I, I didn't know the lyrics that much. Can you turn Tuppy Trash Black Flash into a it's gospel like a gospel song? song? Yeah, I mean, you when, could. when the Aretha Franklin does it, yes, I you can. Probably mm. could. I love it. It reminds me of when um, Dion Warwick did "Up Where We Belong" as a gospel song. Yeah, <laughs> like really, girl. Um, yeah. That was amazing. Aretha Franklin it's, is amazing. It's, it's such so amazing. an underrated song in her catalog. I love it yeah. so, so, so much. Happy birthday, Queen of Soul. Yes. All right, so we're going to jump back into things. So, you all. Yes. We did a panel on Monday night. I'm not we sure did. if you all remember. We <laughs> did at the lovely Footlight Bar. Yes. Good shout out. Yes. You got shout it right, out. girl? You got yeah, it? yeah, no, I was like, yeah, Footlight Bar up in Ridgewood, right on the corner, like right on the cusp between uh, Bushwick and queens yeah it's it was, so it was, weird it was such a it was a, it's a very interesting space it was like mm. kinda, it was kind of cool when you cross the street all of a sudden you're like oh, i'm in queens and the house is like totally different mm. but um exactly. thank you so much for hosting us we had a lovely time um we had a panel hosted by the lovely robin camille thank you so very much for mm. moderating our panel for us as shades we, of color shades of color shades of dating shades of dating <laughs> same thing um basically yeah but um it was just a really great experience just like you know really talk about some of our issues as it's come to dating and like all of our particular experiences and i also wanted just to give a big shout out to robin camille again for her work and on monday april 2nd at 8 o'clock p.m she will be doing a show called raw and real life from woman's perspective at the sig gold request room so we highly recommend you come she's hilarious i mean if you were there you you saw how just mm-hmm. like funny she's she funny. is and how, right. how much she, she is to hilarious yeah. what time is the show again it is at 8 p.m on april 2nd Damn. Where is it though? It's at Sid Gold's Request Room. Okay. Um. Yeah, and it's a ten dollars. So come and check it out. I think it'll be a really good time. Um. Yeah. I mean, she's just really great, and um, she just like you know really. Uh, it was kind of great that having her there too because she also offered her perspective of like mm-hmm. how she sees dating and like also like picking back off of like what we were saying too. So it was kind of like really fun experience. I think it'll be one of the <coughs> first of many conversations as related to dating and queer life yes our vice diva come through yes, yes. Totally yes. and if you have any questions for her just let us know and we will be happy to forward them mm-hmm. to her we're gonna reach out to her directly on her social media right are we giving away free tickets are we still doing that or did we oh yeah this? we are giving away free tickets yes i think though so um mm-hmm. we, we still have time so uh, reach out to us mm-hmm. on our social media on our facebook page or instagram yeah. and we can what she said what she said and we will Get you free tickets. Right. Um, we're giving away yeah. two, I think. Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I think it's two. And um, I think we've already posted some details on our on our social media, on our Facebook in particular. But uh, we'll definitely update you all on that. Yeah. Uh, so check it yes. out. Yes. Check yep. it out. Yeah, but it was really good. Um, and yeah, again, this is going to be a first of many mirror panels in the future. So. Right, right. So um, what did we all talk about? Girl, you got to you gotta rejog my memory. I'm old. Oh, so we talked about our experiences of growing up and like our like first like understanding of like mm-hmm. being gay. We talked about the one question I remember was like, uh, like, oh gosh, it was something about like dating tens, like being a 10, but dating like less than white guys and white men yeah like, white men you can be a white male three and you right. can be a 
but you have to be like a black male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with that, and I don't. But that's because I'm about as deep as a birdbath. So if you're not a ten, <laughs> it's not gonna give you the time. I'm gonna use as deep as a birdbath. <laughs> but Jose, you are a ten, so of course you want to date. I mean, other it's just, exactly. And the thing is, and this is what I also said um, during the show. It's like just because I quantify someone as a ten, you might not quantify them as a ten, and just exactly. for you. So it's like. You know, attraction and everything is subjective to an in, uh, to a certain individual. So right. totally, but I I do I do get the argument that yes, sometimes if you are a person of color, you know, you do have to be over exemplary to be sort of considered a catch in some yeah. way. Whereas right. someone, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, totally stupid, and I never subscribed to that. Yeah. Even process, though Taylor Swift is a pretty girl, basically all you have to do is be basic and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, no, sure. I mean, because I even like I remember. Um, I see it a lot, like in like the Asian community too, mm-hmm. for instance, where you finally see some like really like buff like Asian guys who are like, mm-hmm. or even girls. You see like really hot Asian girls who are dating the most bum fuck white boy ever. And you're <laughs> yeah, just like, what it's the so fuck? like, and it's like it's, it is literally um, white supremacist conditioning. Like yeah, totally. we're all conditioned by it. We're all conditioned to look at anybody who has Eurocentric um, features and you know like fit that 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 aesthetic mm-hmm. um that we have to as, aspire to that we have to you know like shit you made it if you got you got your stuff away. totally totally <laughs> i remember there was like i remember there was like a chris rock like in like joke like way back when he was like you know you have that one friend who mm-hmm. like rolls up with the white chick acting like he like struck gold and it's just mm-hmm. like the most busted white person ever right. and it's just like i think it's just like we we va- sometimes we value white bodies and more than our own yeah so. right. Right. Yeah. But like you said, like sometimes, you know, some people you might see somebody as as being a ten. I might not see him as being a ten. Like for instance, I see Micah as being a nine point five, but most people see him as being a five. You know? Oh shit. Okay. Shame. I just feel like I had to channel a little bit. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Okay, a little that's bit fine. That's fine, bitch. Because yeah, she ain't here. That's fine. Yeah. Like she's here in spirit. I, 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 I can I can Micah, don't give me back for that one. You know I love you. You know I think you a ten, girl. Aww, you are a ten and I want I really want your apps. Oh, thank you. Any chance I get, I, I touch his apps. You know? I mean, you're not going to get them, but good luck. Oh. <laughs> I guess that's out. She got me back on that one. She got me back. But she did say last week, she did give me some words of encouragement last week. So yeah. fuck you, yeah. bitch. Right. Okay. That, that, we get sentimental at uh, Bushman Club House when we're real drunk, mm-hmm. but we shade each other on mm-hmm. the air. So mm-hmm. we actually like each other, Koi Hearts out there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm Koi Hearts is becoming a thing. I'm going to oh. make it a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Queer Hearts. I like it. Yeah. I'm really good at coming up with fan army names. Like when you work so much with fan armies, you know, like you, I, I really love fandom. I, I'm a part of fandom. I'm, I'm a geek. Uh, I'm a nerd. So I, I, I'm a stan. So I, I like, I like to come up with the names. It's, you know, it's myself. You know, I'm also a creative person. So yeah, quit hurts. Facts. All right. But my fan army is called. I don't know. I'm still working on the name. Actually, Holics. Oh my god! No, no. I should sure think about Mike. I think for Micah Holics for me. So that's kind of cute. Micah Holics. Micah Holics. Mocha Holics. Ooh, That sounds like chocolate chasers, and that's just too close to comfort. I mean, like, you were formerly known as the Queen of White. Dead, no, no, bitch. I don't want that. I don't. That's a claim. That's a title. I do not. That was a title that was hoisted upon me. I don't claim that title. Yeah, <laughs> but, just like I don't really like this whole GQ thing for me either. Uh-oh. I mean, I play along with it, but like. Uh, rebranding Ooh. time guys we we, gotta- yeah <laughs> how about my baby daddy you like that better Ooh, shit Ooh, ooh, <laughs> no my, my turkey how about, baster how about oh. planter <laughs> of seeds <laughs> oh my god oh, we can go, oh call you johnny Appleseed. <laughs> <laughs> never mind 
Just continue going. Uh, by the way, <laughs> by the way, Micah and I are the only ones drinking. <laughs> so, well, 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 can you tell? I mean, yeah, we we, we we can we can talk about you know new names for ourselves in the next iteration. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, Rainbow Fish is official. She came up with that shit herself. I did. I like it. Because what did we call her? We called you Trout or something else, and yeah, then she was like, oh, she's like, what about? I was like, and I was like, you're more like a book from like elementary, like oh, that was such a good book, and it was all glittery and pretty. Oh, we could all be. Oh, we could. If I so, if I was a woman, I'd be obviously rainbow fish, obviously or glitter fish, sparkle Mm. fish. The role is already taken. Thank you. Oh damn, she did give me my my last um, sequence shiny Mm -hmm. hat, so it was cute. You know, it's beat. You know. I mean, but the person who's wearing it's also beat. So. Oh, oh <laughs> all right. Yeah, we can move on. Wait, wait. Well, I'm, I'm down for nicknames, though. Michelle. Yeah, I mean, we can top that off. All right. So, yes. are there any, um, <laughs> any other last minute um, details we want to give about, like, uh, give out about our shades of dating um, panel that we did on Monday night? You know, um, I would just say that um, I think it's a, there's a, you know, still a very important conversation to have, and we would love to have. Um, more people come mm-hmm. and really try to like contribute because I mean obviously we came up with some questions that we right. had for ourselves but like exactly. we love to hear we love to hearing what you guys want to hear too so when we have our next one which we will be we'll announcing out. we're planning yeah, we'll plan <laughs> we'll it out months in advance and um you know maybe have it a little closer to Manhattan um, <laughs> we will um, exactly. let you guys know and we will be happy to hear from you <laughs> and I yeah I mean and I think you know just obviously the conversation right. it doesn't have to happen just. Mm. You know, panel. Like, if you have, like, we can continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram, of and course. we want to continue to like get to the bottom. Well, not even get to the bottom of it, but it's like we want to be able to create a space where we can talk about. We also are going to get better at like posting like a lot of the topics that we talk about on the show onto our social media because we do. You know, like there are articles and just things that happen like from week to week that relate to our dating experiences and also in the future i hope that we uh delve deeper into like what it is to like what what it's like to date as you know a gay latino man or a gay asian man you know like we're you know like this show is supposed to be for gay men of color not just you know us black queers you know like even though we're you know dominating it Mm-hmm. For the most part, <laughs> I mean, hey, we gotta dominate something, right? Mm-hmm. Other than booty holes, like which y'all, which is what y'all expect us to do, which is a topic that we talk about, right? I mean, we're lovely- more than that. We're more than just exactly. our dicks. Okay? I mean, it's lovely to do, but there's more than that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Some of us are just doing it with our flashlight, but anyways. <laughs> oh shit! I'm not, those are those are pretty nice. Yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, I mean, from what I hear, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. uh we're gonna move into our next topic. Uh, <laughs> really? Okay. Oh that no. Oh that no. We got some quick, um, some news tidbits from the week um, to share with you all. Or this is not really a tidbit. This is a conversation that we need to have. Um, so we're gonna talk about this, and then we're gonna go in. We got some quick news tidbits, and then we're gonna go into our break music. Mm-hmm. But is it a coincidence that today's most outspoken black male athletes or celebrities, we really should say celebrities, are married to black women? Hint: Nah. Um, so yeah, like, how do you all feel about this this um, article that was written by um, very smart brothers slash the roots? Uh, yeah, they're part. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah, because very smart, smart brothers. Brother. Got, yeah, yeah, they got bop of the root. Yeah, yes. and, uh, which I love. I mean, yes. I, 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 finna I get bop too. I hope someday. Fingers crossed. No, I love that. I didn't I mean, say that on the air. Yeah, no, um, but like, no, this. I mean, I think this is like a really interesting point because you mm-hmm. see, especially because like when you compare it to black women who mm-hmm. maybe are married, like like you look at the Serena Williams, uh, who like who's like married to like you know. A, a, a euro man mm-hmm. um i mean it's just but like euro but, man yeah I'm, I'm like, like the money bitch <laughs> but i don't want to call him white because he's like he's the like a minion right um but um i mean i just think that it's really fascinating how like 
when you have like when you see these black men who are married to like women, like they're like very outspoken, but like black women. You, yeah, they're really, really black women. They're married to they're very outspoken about like social justice issues, but you don't really necessarily see that with like black mm-hmm. athletes or entertainers who are married to white women. Like mm-hmm. that just isn't there. And like same. again, you made it. <laughs> right, right. It. Well, because like, yeah, I mean, I think it goes back to that whole point of like, I mean, you like whole Chris Rock thing. It's like we mm-hmm. like white women are like kind of like the thing that's is internalized. They like, put on like this mantle, like yeah. so that you Right. You know, like something that was forbidden for forever, right? right? It was, you just right? Ask Lynch by just like looking at him, yeah, right? Giving so a bitch think, the side eye, you right, know? right? I mean, because right. like even like the, I think even the article mentioned the whole thing about like Kanye, like the whole thing about Kanye, right? And how mm-hmm. like he like hit this whole song Gold Digger, then he ended up with a white woman anyway, and it's just mm-hmm. like this whole concept of like it's technically not t- technically, women, but yeah, I mean, he I does love white women. He does love white women, but then I don't people know, who I, fit that aesthetic a little. I mean, I mean, I mean, she's. I mean, you know, let's be real. Kim Kardashian is a true Caucasian. Because she's from the Caucasus. Like, that's Ar- Armenia. Um, so, like, you know, it's just kind of yeah. interesting, like, that that whole divide of, like, right. what does that mean to, like, you know, you move up. So, you, like, you quote, unquote, upgrade to a white ass for a white girl. So, Adria, how do you feel? What are your thoughts on this um, particular article and this particular topic um, about, you know, black male celebrities being a little bit more vocal on social justice issues when they're married to, to black women? Uh, Well automatically what came to mind was Donald Glover and is it Jordan Key or Peel? I don't know which one. Jordan Peel. They're both with white women. So, and they're to me pretty proactive about blackness. So exactly. I don't know if it always boils down to who you're married to per se. Right. And I don't think there was like an official, you know, you know, study done on this, right? There was nothing. Mm-hmm. That, oh yeah, no, it's just like some anecdotal, like yeah. Well, exactly. Also, because we look at people like Tiger Woods, and it's like, oh, oh boy. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you, in the article you do need like that, like what she just said. Like there are obviously going to be exceptions, and I think at the end of the day, it's more so about like what your, how you were raised, your core values, mm-hmm. you know, your experiences. Like if you're not just trying to like wash away your right. your blackness. Right. It's just like I've just happened to fall in love with this white woman, and right. you know right. I'm married right. to yeah. her, and yeah. I care about social issues at the same time. You right. know, right. I mean, I think yeah. it also goes back to like you know, like the idea of like you know, like we look at black women who are married to like white men. Like mm-hmm. I mean, we saw these like very like and like I think Serena Williams, well, she, Euro, like yeah, you yeah, Euro. And I think it also goes back to the point of like you know, when you're a black woman, like you're getting assaulted from both sides of being a both black and a woman. So like, mm-hmm. there's like also like you know, the way that you're raised probably helped like define like how you attack it. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, I think. I'm sure there's also exceptions to the rule where you find like black women who do marry white men and who don't care about social issues. I know that. I'm sure that exists. I know that has to exist. So what's her name? Allison Williams. Oh, from um, uh, from like, the, from girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't end up with like a, a like Allison Williams's character from Get Out. Don't end up with don't end up with like a bitch like her. Oh yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Jose, what movie. are your thoughts, really quickly? I mean. It's one of those things where it's like, I feel like people fall in love with whom they choose to fall in love with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people will be woke regardless of whom they're married to or if they're woke, if they're woke. Exactly. Right. Um, you know, maybe someone, maybe someone consciously does like if they would strive to try to find someone with, like for me, when it comes to dating or finding, falling in love, like I don't want to specifically fall in love with someone because they're Cuban or Hispanic or black or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's sort of it's who you gravitate to and who you sort of feel connection with. That right. doesn't necessarily always um, mean that it's someone from your background, though. I can see the from the opposite end of that someone who shares your background and shares your values. Exactly. Sort of yeah. 
you know, compliments you in that way. So it's, I mean, it's a toss up. Um, exactly. It just depends on like who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I know you love me, um, Jose. Well, I, I, I know you love me too. More. Lord have mercy. I'm here for you. Uh, Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. She's trying to take our, our, our take our Cuban away. Mm-hmm. That's trying to take our Burger King crown. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> the Burger King crown. You trying to take away her objectified um oh. Gay oh. Latino. <laughs> oh my God. Stop it, Sadu. No. <laughs> That's what I, oh, I maybe this shit. all is a parody, bitch. Oh snap! That's some next level Ooh, shit for satire. you. Satire. Some next level shit for you, yeah. Oh my god! But I do love Jose, obviously. You know, I, mean, I love you both. Aww. Aww. all okay. three of you. Aww. Aww. So much love. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the love? Oh my god! Oh, no. About song. Okay. Jesus. So. no, we're not listening. No, no, it's no. not allowed. GRO right. called. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move into our break music. Who do we have today for the break music? Um, um, so who do we have? Who do we have? I have to go back to yeah, the actual email because I, I I forget one of the the people whom I added. So w- w- we have Tanashi with T dollar sign and French Montana a song called Me So Bad. Me So Bad. Um, I added Miguel's song Skywalker, but this is a recent version that he released in Spanish. Yes. So I was like, Ooh, yeah, we it. gotta. We got to represent with that. And then I added your girl, Cardi B. Just be <gasps> oh, careful. Yes. Oh, my God. I have actually not heard this song yet. Oh, you no. haven't heard it? Girl, what I, kind of fan are you? I was Ooh. so, listen, I wrote seven articles yesterday, and I was supposed to write about Cardi B or at least social, because there's an article that we have, a poll that we have open about her. Yeah. And I was supposed to socialize it, but I just, like, I was so busy. And also, I was interviewing for our social entertainment writer position, uh, as I'm the senior entertainment um, editor slash deputy editor at the touch. Gotcha. Um, so I was busy. A bitch was busy. Oh, wait, quick question. It. Wait, quick question. When's her album coming out? Um, I, no one knows. Oh, really? No one. Oh, wait, she has an album. I think it's supposed to come next week. Because the album cover is yeah. like, oh, so I'm like, when's the mm-hmm. album coming? Okay. Yeah, I think I think her album comes out next week, and then Tanache's Joyride comes out. So, okay, let me back up. Cardi B's album is um, Evasion of Privacy. I think it comes out next Friday. I will confirm that after the after it the does. break music. I just confirmed April. 6th. Okay, and so I think. <laughs> okay. Tanache's album Joyride comes out the following week on April 13th. So. Oh, cool. Okay. Yes, awesome. I got some shit to write about. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. And then Kylie at some point. Anyway. Kylie is oh, she's April later in the month. 24th. I oh, think. my God. Oh, my God. This is going to be a good month of music. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's all I need to know. I got music debates to write and shit. I got a slay Q2 is what we call it. But, anyways, we're going to get into this break music. Uh, you're listening to Chris Mine live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And we will be back right in a moment.
senorita Shorty give me head like a mind Overseas saying wise, no rain checks Once I showed her the safe She ain't want no safe sex AOD with the rain jacket She a savage, Louis Vintage baggage You know we the flies, that's a fact And I need a new career for the plaques Quit all that styling Got what you need right now And I wanna feel it
Steph and Aisha shit, but we more like Belly, Tommy and Keisha shit. Gave you TLC, you wanna creep and shit. Pulled out my whole heart to a piece of shit. Man, I thought you would've learned a lesson about liking pictures, not returning texts. I guess it's fine, man, I get the message. You still stutter after certain questions. You keep in contact with certain exes. Do you though? Trust me, nigga, it's cool though. Said that you was working, but you out here chasing culo and putas, chilling poolside, living two lives. I could've did what you did to me to you a few times, but if I did decide to slide, find a nigga, fuck him, suck his dick. You would've been pissed, but that's not my mo. I'm not that type of bitch, and karma for you is gonna be who you end up with. Don't make me sick, nigga. I adore. I gave you everything was mine is yours. I want you to live your life, of course, but I hope you get what you dying for. Be careful with me. Do you know what you're doing? Who's feelings that you're hurting and bruising? You gon' get the whole world, but is it worth the girl that you lose? And be careful with me. Yeah, it's not a threat, it's a warning. Be careful with me. Yeah, my heart is like a package with a fragile label on it. Be careful with me. Guess you acting out now, you got an audience Tell me where your mind is, drop a pen, what's the coordinates? You might have a fortune, but you lose me You still gonna be misfortunate, nigga Tell me, this love's got you this fucked up in the head You want some random bitch up in your bed? She don't even know your middle name Watch her, cause she might steal your chain You don't want someone who love you instead? I guess not, though, it's blame, disrespect You nothing like the nigga I met Talk to me crazy and you quick to forget You even got me tripping You got me looking in the mirror different Thinking I'm flawed because you inconsistent Between a rock and a hard place The mud and the dirt It's gonna hurt me to hate you But loving you's worse It all stops so abrupt You started switching it up Teach me to be like you So I cannot give a fuck Free to mess with someone else I wish these feelings can melt Cause you don't care about a thing Except your motherfucking self You make me sick, I adore I gave you everything was mine is yours I want you to live your life, of course But I hope you get what you're dying for Be careful with me Do you know what you're doing? Who's feelings that you're hurting and bruising? You gon' gain the whole world, but is it worth the girl that you're losing? Be careful with me Yeah, it's not a threat, it's a warning Be careful with me yeah. My heart is like a package with a fragile label on it. Be careful with me. Make sure to take Queer Minded with you wherever you go. Subscribe to our feed at radioqueerminded.com slash QSOM. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other popular podcast networks. Just search for Radio Queer Minded. Now, let's get back in a queer state of mind. Yes, welcome back to Queer State of Mind, live here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Girl. Oh, there you go. There you go. Look Listen. at you. You're learning. Listen, mm. that's going to happen. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm still the baddest bitch here. Are you, though? Okay, fine. One of the baddest bitches. Whatever. Shit. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to get back into, like, 
we're actually going to get into our um, news tidbits because we haven't gotten a chance to do that. And then we're going to get into the pop culture shit. Yes. So uh, Micah has a few news headlines from this past week. Fuckery in the news. Fuckery in the news. Uh, of course. But amazing uh, fuckery in the news, nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what are some things that happened in the news this past all week? right so we'll start off with blackness um the first one was that a um a, like a howard university uh student was found like he embezzled what a million dollars like well it was a group of people like i think there's like six people embezzled up to a million dollars of financial aid um at howard university and one of them this one queen she was showing out on her insta and she has the blackest name she too. had the black what's her name again i don't remember her uh, name like, i'm looking it up right it's now. real black though it's like it's like it's like it's <laughs> tyrone. tyrone oh yeah yeah, that's right that's right because all the all the means about you better call tyrone for your financial exactly. aid exactly if you need some coin you better call tyrone <laughs> right. um uh hey christian jr I Hey, Kristen Jr. Yeah. That is such a black ass name. Ain't Tyrone. I like Kristen Jr. I would love to find a white Tyrone <laughs> just to see. Like, oh, girl. But, um, no, but, like, I know, like, the students are protesting. There's been, like, sit-ins. Like, they're calling for the president to resign. And, like, mm-hmm. there's lots of change. Like, there's, like, a lot of pressure. I mean, it's just kind of, a, like, I think also, like, Tyrone hasn't been charged yet. Because mm-hmm. there's still some question, like, question of, like, how he was allowed to do this. Because, like, how do that student, like, get in a skim, like, financial aid? And make like, and also have it all over his Instagram. Him like carrying like these amazing like bags, and he had like a like didn't he have like a like an amazing new car? I can't remember what it was. It was like Let's a, say, a Escalade. He was, mm. he was living his best living. life. He though. really living. was, and like he did not he did not care about yeah, showing right. it. I'm just like he girl. Doesn't live his worst life now. I know, like those Instagram photos, him jumping up and shit with those heels. I'm like, girl. All right. So the other news um, is. So if y'all have been following the whole Trump stuff, like Donald Trump Jr., as we know, is like in the process of getting a divorce from his wife. Mm-hmm. And it came out that Donald Trump Jr. had an affair with Audrey O'Day. Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey. Aubrey O'Day. Aubrey O'Day from um, Dandy Kane. Dandy Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I've been Lord. drinking. I'm sorry. Drinking. Um, but, um, but the big news is not that they had an affair. It's that, that they were trying to have a baby. Like that was like the big news that like they were they were honestly trying to have it like to, to conceive and like it's kind of funny like I think him and his wife no 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 him and Aubrey yeah and she talked about this on a song too right I think she did she did she had, wow. they had a song called um D D T P or something like, that, like Donald Trump like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. something like that yeah, and like yeah. in like in retrospect like oh it's about Donald Trump Jr. Mm. um but it's just kind of funny because like I think like the like the whole bogosphere is like so you're trying to like have a baby with the mm. man has five kids already with Listen. his wife who's like now in the process of divorce and like you actually don't know his actual amount of money that he actually has because the trumps don't disclose how much money they make mm-hmm. so like for all you know this money's all fake you know? right i mean like Polly d must be pissed right about now because you know they were together for some time on and off mm-hmm. in the aubrey days wow. lord jesus have mercy also oops. sorry <laughs> it's okay can i add that r kelly that I know no one should be surprised about R. Kelly at this point. Uh, we're, I guess we're now kind of switching in between news and then our pop culture stuff because uh, I actually do want to like talk a little bit about this topic. Then we get into then we'll get into our TV tidbits. Um, but R- in a in a BBC documentary, our own BBC, they basically revealed that R. Kelly allegedly um, was grooming a at some point uh, a fourteen year old girl to be his sex pet, um, and you know this is coming out after the news of him having like a sex coach and years of rumors and allegations that you know he was married to Leah when she was 15 and that he's had relationships and parties at his house um with underage girls so i mean like are you surprised at this point no no not at all 
And do you all think it's okay to continue to listen to his music? Um, rather or not, if you're actually, you know, spending your money on his music or going to concerts, do you think it's okay to be a R. Kelly fan? That's tough. It's so oh. hard. He he makes he's written well, some of the best yeah. pop songs. I mean, he made, he made amazing music. I mean, Married the Pussy is such a good song. I, mean, I love that song. Like, <laughs> but that? I thought that was Brian McKnight. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. That was R. Kelly. Yeah, he did another pussy, he did a song. pussy song too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's doing it. It was like the rage in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the aughts. In the aughts. It was so hard. He he, he has some good he music. Some good. But think about catalog. all the black girls who have been silent. Right. Right. Well, I think it's also kind of like you know looking at comparatively to like Bill Cosby, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to be able to separate the art from the person. Like mm-hmm. I can still enjoy Cosby show. And but like, Cosby show had other people on it. I don't know if valid point. Well, in that case, we'll only listen to R. Kelly when he had like remixes and like he was having guests. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, when he wrote for talk. other people. Or right, right. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Michael Jackson's You're Not Alone. That's written mm-hmm. by Rob. Oh, Fred. such a good song. Which makes sense because it sounds kind of R. Kelly-ish mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I'm not your, I, I, I'm not your angel. I'm your angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Celine Dion. That's an amazing song. Mm, Probably his so one hard. of his better vocal performances. Yeah. He was trying in like nineties to really like oh, yeah. expand his vocal abilities. Mm. I mean, I think it's also just fascinating that like all these other men have been busted and had their their careers ruined, mm-hmm. but like R. Kelly somehow is still just kind of like truffling along. Not that his like career has been like right. great right now anyway, but it's just right. like he hasn't had like his reckoning. Yeah, exactly. he hasn't. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't encountered the wrath that Cosby has and Matt Lauer. Many, yeah, there's yeah. many yeah. other men from the Me Too movement. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I don't know why that is. But um, you know what's funny is that we actually talk about. This at work all the time in my job at the tilt. You know, R. Kelly out. or the Me Too no, movement? No, the Me Too movement in the sense of like men who were accused of sexual harassment or rape or whatever it was, child molestation, mm-hmm. um, before the Me Too movement have not been held as accountable as men sure. who have since oh. Harvey Weinstein. It's quite interesting. Uh, I mean, obviously, like. Gary Oldman, because um, I think it does cross over into domestic violence, you know, like some years ago, mm-hmm. um, allegedly, you know, beat his wife in front of his kids or something like that. And he still won an Oscar for Darkest Hour for Best Actors this year. And people were pissed about that. Uh, last year, Casey Affleck won for right. um, Manchester by the Sea. And, you know, like he um, you, you he know. consistently sexually harassed like one of the women on the set. Mm-hmm. Of that movie that he did some years ago with Joaquin Phoenix, I that's right. Movie. I remember that happening. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like he's like he got in bed with her. It was like some yeah. crazy shit. All and the, I mean, to be said though, mm-hmm. Casey Affleck has not been around since winning that Oscar role. Either, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> he, he hasn't been around. He's just like, oh, I'm out. I want my right, Oscar. Right. He's just like, oh, I can just do mm-hmm. what I do on the low key. Right. Uh, he's like, I'm not gonna show up to Oscars. You know. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that is though. Like how, like why these people aren't coming forward. Yeah, I mean, also I wonder too how much of it is because R. Kelly was abusing black women too, yeah. right? right? I mean, I mean he was also girl. paying them off. Oh, like the yeah. the whole scandal with that video, like with the underage girl, like he paid her and her family off. That's right. Shut up, exactly, and yeah. you don't know who the hell she is at this point. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Exactly. I mean, I think it's, I think there's a lot of like layers, but just, yeah, I just I think it's really fascinating that R. Kelly still hasn't had the the day of reckoning. And he's still, still on fucking tour, right? And people are so paying to see him. How? I don't understand. Uh. I mean, like, do the fans throw piss at him? Like, what do you, what do? You do? <laughs> All right, y'all. So I really wanted to um, um, switch gears here and just like some more fun shit. So yeah, some some TV tidbits. You know, we're gonna talk about RuPaul's Drag Race in a moment, but we're gonna also and talk about Roseanne. Um, but first, there's a gay take on the Golden Girls that has been picked up um, for development. Um, so. Silver Foxes will follow a new fab- fabulous foursome in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. So a new comedy series that's being billed as a gay take. 
um, on, you know, on the Golden, Golden Girls. Girls. Mm. Um, Silver Foxes, which follows four gay men living in Palm Springs, California, has been picked up by Tar- Turner Broadcasting on production company called Super Duplex. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the show has um, direct Golden Girl ties. So I think it's like literally like a spinoff. Um, screen, screenwriters um, Stan Zimmerman and James Berg were co-writers on a number of episodes of that classic sitcom which ran from 1982 to, through 1990, 1985, excuse me, to 1992. Um, so I believe that these are the screenwriters who are going to be involved with this new show, Silver Foxes, um, according to Huffington Post. Uh, so how do you all feel about there being um, a gay take on the Golden Girls in development? I mean, if it'll be good, I'll watch it. Right, uh, totally. Like by that, by the description that you said, I'm I'm not fully on board. But because I just I love the original so much that mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, I I'll give, give it a, a watch. Right. I'll give it a shot. Exactly. I might mm-hmm. like it. Exactly. I, I mean, I think it's gonna be interesting to see like one are all the actors actually gonna be gay. I think mm-hmm. that's gonna be an interesting question. And because like I mean, I think for a show like that, like I think the thing that made Golden Girls so great was that you had all these established amazing actresses exactly. who are already doing stuff. And like I just don't know like how many gay actors do we have of that age that could Carol Stevenson. Oh, and, and it's another George thing. Takei, right? I mean, that's like that's another it. Another thing, yeah. Are I mean, I'm a... sure that there are plenty, but not like Ooh. known. Mm-hmm. Right. Did I just say uh, uh, Daryl Stevenson, who is not in this age group? I was just thinking of a gay actor in general. Ooh. Sorry, I mean, my he bad. Could play old. George Takei, yeah. But yeah, I wonder how diverse the show is going to yeah. be. Yeah, it's my big thing too. I mean, I could totally see it, but being a bunch of blacks and like one Asian, right? Like, I could totally see that show happening, which is okay. I, I mean, not okay, but like there are stories to be told, like as like exactly. like older black gay man. Right? What about the father from Family Matters? Oh, <gasps> bitch! Yes, he should be on this show. That would be everything. Carl, what's his name? Is oh, he oh, gay? Yeah. yeah. The actor's gay. Oh, or 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 you the can dad do, from Family Matters is gay. Yeah, or you could do <laughs> the butler shot. from Fresh Prince. Isn't he actually gay in real life? I don't know, girl. He's gay Jeffrey, in real life. I would take Jeffrey. Jeffrey you over could do the guy Jeffrey. That would be everything. Have a black Brit. I mean, because also because like mm. you know when you're black and a British, black somehow it's better. So exactly, you know. Yeah, accent. Which is I conversation totally we need to have did not know that. I'm like still reeling in shock from that. I, think, I yeah. thought we talked about this yeah. on the show. Because all, all, all the daddies were gay, right? That's the issue, exactly. right? Because Uncle, like, Phil, Uncle Phil was, was gay. gay. Yeah. Uncle Carl was gay. Uncle Carl. Uncle Carl. Phil was gay? James yeah. Avery? Yeah. James Avery. Allegedly. Allegedly. Blowing my mind right sure, now. Though. Yeah. But, yes. And Jeffrey. So, hey. Bags, honey. <sighs> Listen. All right. We're going to talk about this Roseanne premiere. Uh, yeah. It premiered, uh, I believe, was it Tuesday night? Tuesday night. To like the highest rating show. I, yeah, I don't know exactly what the ratings memory. were, yeah. but it was 18 yeah. million, 18.1 18 million. million. It was like the highest rating for that network in like 10 years, something, something yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was been some years, it was some years, yeah. So Roseanne premiered, I believe it was on Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday night, except for the order was on Wednesday. Um, and, you know, like obviously there's a lot of controversy behind the show because of Roseanne Barr, you know, being a polarizing conservative, you know, like mm-hmm. she said some crazy shit over the, like the course of the last mm-hmm. few years. She's a Trump supporter and, Roseanne, the character on the show, the main character on the show, is now a Trump supporter as well, which in a sense makes sense because, right. you know, like they're a working class, um, white Who family. watched the show, first and foremost? Um, I didn't, I, I, neither of you I watched it. I just want to get like the synopsis <laughs> real quick. Uh, yeah, they're like a middle class white family in middle middle America. So it makes sense that she's a, that the character also is a Trump supporter. And like mm-hmm. and on the first episode, because I did watch the show, uh, the I watched the first two episodes because those were the ones that premiered with the show. Uh, it was like 
the the aunt. What's the aunt's name? Jackie. Jackie. She's, aunt Jackie. She's, she's wearing a nasty woman shirt. She's a, she's a nasty woman. She's wearing her pussy hat. Um, so she was a Hillary supporter, Hillary Clinton supporter versus um, Roseanne, who is a Trump supporter. So that's what the first episode was about, and also just you know reestablishing you know like the characters and also poking fun of itself for like how it ended, like you know like the two backies. Oh yeah, yeah. So how, yeah. <laughs> wait, so how did, actually how did you resolve that? I'm sorry, I, I didn't watch it. So. Actually, one of the the, the Becky who replaced the original Becky is no longer Becky. She is Andrea. That's the name of her character, her new character, who is um, using Becky as a surrogate mother for her child. Yeah. Oh, funny. It's but actually using sort of yeah, right. Promise. Actually using Becky's egg with her husband's sperm. sperm. Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. And I forget what the second. Oh, the second episode kind of addressed like. Um, one of Darlene's kids, who was my favorite character on the original show, she was she has such a smart ass mouth. Um, so Darlene's son, you know, like likes to dress in you know like girls' clothing, it's so, gender nonconforming. So it's a, the the way that the show is is set up now. I really think that it's done a really good job of picking up mm-hmm. where those characters left off, right? Uh, for the better part, um, DJ is uh, married to a uh, black woman and has a black daughter. I don't know if he's because oh. this daughter is like. Well, I don't know if he's married. I think they are married because they alluded like when. Oh, unless, in, unless she's like adopted or something like that. Like the daughter, like not not adopted, but he, they're like a stepchild because the the little girl is. is um, black. Yeah, she's darker skin. Yeah, yeah. She's, but I mean, hair. yeah, I guess they don't call into question if he's the actual father. Or like right, and the, I'm pretty sure they're going to address it in a few yeah, episodes. Right. Yeah, but um, it's it's. It sort of tackles, it's taking on um, sort of notions and things that aren't that aren't handled in a sitcom, or at least, you know, exactly. a gender nonconforming child, you know, I mean, interracial marriage. They're starting to be. And, but the thing is, that's what the, the history of the show has always done that. Mm. Roseanne was the first show to have a lesbian kiss on primetime network. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, it had, you know, gay characters. It had all sorts of it things. It was the first. So I can sort of, you know... I think Roseanne Barr is a very problematic person, mm-hmm. so I don't subscribe to her, you know, her her beliefs, her 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 politics per se. But in this instance, this is one where I can forgive because the show is done in a manner that it makes sense to make the character a Trump supporter. Which mm-hmm. Roseanne Barr, I don't think, is a Trump supporter. She voted for Trump, but she voted for Trump for the reasons of she wanted to sort of and the sort of establishment of establishment politics and mm. family dynasties in politics. That's why she foisted Trump into office, mm. which yeah, is not, it's, think, I'm not excusing that right. or saying that that's the reason why, right. but you know, it's sort of that but perspective. I of, think a lot of people have issue, like they, they're having a, a issue separating Roseanne Barr as a person, as you know, like an actress and comedian from, and Trump supporter or from like, the actual character, from of the, the show. actual character. In the right. show because the thing is the show, show yeah. is based on, loosely on her life so i i get i get that sort of understanding but at the same token but it is pretty it is dealing with like a lot of different like you said like social political uh it's it's i think the show is doing more more good by you know showing a gender non-conforming child and how a family sort of deals with that and interacts with that than having than being pissed about the main character being a trump supporter i just i really find it in the end at the end of the day we all have we all know someone who's a trump supporter we might have them in our family we might have this so it's like not all of them are necessarily awful people. They just aren't. They're just right. And they're I, touched. Yeah, and I think also. I think, <laughs> yes, I love that term. I think also too. I mean, like you know, 
the like the like we're having like these like very diverse like characters like in the show like we can actually like have maybe having a dialogue I exactly so i'm hoping and the thing happens. is of that 18 million it, it's gonna be it's middle america is watching this oh, yeah. so it's like so it's like a show that you know that wouldn't necessarily give exposure to you know people now start seeing maybe people who are uh gender non-conforming as actual people and not right. like these crazy little weird People who decide to dress in girls' clothes, or vice versa, right. or, or right, it's totally. it's, I'm not, and I'm not sure if the characters, you know, like uh, this particular character is like pronoun on the show. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with they just to be safe. Yeah, um, they was pretty badass, like how they like you know like decided to like it's like I'm still gonna be me. I'm still gonna go to school wherever the fuck I want to wear. Yeah, um, and you know like Dan as you know like the 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 grandpa was just like I'm very I'm, I'm I fear for his life. Um, but yeah, I, it brings me to another really quick question. Then we'll talk about RuPaul's Drag Race really quickly. Um, do we need, based off of what Jose just said, actually, do we need more conservatives on TV? <coughs> that was not that was, <laughs> that was not Shay. She was, was actually calling. No, I mean, I think like in this case, I think it's important to have multiple. Like, I think it's good to have multiple views that aren't demonized, right? Because I mean, yeah. I think one of the issues that we've developed in the last like 15 20 years is that we've demonized both sides and i think it's mm-hmm. great to be able to like finally have like the middle ground middle if it's ground. the middle ground but if it's the middle ground i mean because who knows like i don't know how the show is going to end for all we know by the end of the season Ro- like roseanne is like oh my god I'm she could have a change of heart or whatever that's like that's the arc of the show it's like i'm i'm intrigued to watch it just to see where the show is going to go mm-hmm. do i think it's as, as funny as the first incarnation not no. quite i mean there were times where i did laugh but the thing is the first incarnation of the show was Hysterical! It like was, I, there, I there are episodes Roseanne. that I will watch now, and I will still lose my. Roseanne shit was like, and it's twenty years sitcom. old. It was yeah. like a black sitcom for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a great, great, great show, and I, you know, I'm going to continue watching it to see where it goes. But I, what I have a problem is with people who just automatically boycott something or say that, oh, I'm not watching that because of this. Mm-hmm. And right. a friend of mine brought this like real, like he posted this on Facebook where he says, you know, people are all are all in an uproar because uh, Roseanne's character is a Trump supporter. But yet we're giving RuPaul a pass for saying really transphobic stuff mm-hmm. on Twitter, and it's right. it's kind of sort of it's like you, you, why 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 are you giving one pass to one and not to the other? Exactly, like it's like mm-hmm. you and can't, all, and not because of politics, right? And it's exactly. like stupid. I mean, like I think it's important to be able to have like all those sides like readily available because that's yeah. the only way we're gonna learn about each other. Yeah, yeah, right. agreed. As long as you're not inciting actual hate, exactly. Which yeah. I don't think Roseanne is gonna do. On yeah, the she's not. She's not. Okay, so let's talk about RuPaul's Track Race um, really quickly. If we have time, we'll talk about um, the weekend's new EP. So, um, the second episode of season 10 aired on Thursday night. Girl, I don't even know how to uh, make a synopsis of the show. Um, so, I mean, it was... Okay, so the challenge was they had to make, like, a drug commercial. Multiple yes. drug commercials. On what was the first challenge? The first challenge was just, like, a hoedown or something like that. Yeah, yeah it was, like, a hoedown, which yeah. was, kind of, was kind of cute. Yeah, um, cute. But, like, yeah, like, it ended with this whole drug commercial thing. They all had to do dancing and stuff. And Alyssa Edwards showed a musical. up. Musical. Yeah, it's a musical, which is, like, always one of the first challenges. And right. also, I was, like, I was wasn't surprised by Blair, like Blair Sinclair because she can't dance, even though she's a Broadway queen. Mm. Really bothered me. Oh, my God. Her 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 body was so wiggly. It mm. was. Poor baby. Poor baby. But uh, but the black queens are slaying. They are. They, black queens they are everything <laughs> this season. Like, I slay. Like, we need to figure out how to get, like, Monet Exchange on the radio. Because, like, I think mm. it would be really fun to have her talk. Oh, us. yes. She, she's right here in Hell's Kitchen. She, like, she performs at Rise. Um, but like no, like it was just really. I think the black queens are just like here. Um, I mean, the, also the New York City queens in general are surprising me a lot because I just feel like you did say a few weeks ago. Just like, I well, I mean, her. I mean, well, also well, 
to be fair, Michelle did read at least one of them. Yuha right. Hamasaki. She was like, that's your best drag. Because they're both like the challenge was like also show your best drag. And exactly. the girls, a lot of them did not share their best drag. And there were a lot of like the big girls all wore big body suits. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, girl, you look like you gained 200 pounds. Like, what are you doing? Eureka. <laughs> but it was good. It was a good episode. I think I, I feel I feel good for the episode. Okay. What do you think, um, Adriel? Uh, I agree with all of that. I'm curious to see where things go with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the Black Queens are... They, they they are slaying it, but I do kind of worry that they kind of all are going to be blended in together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there already there's, there's already a moment where I'm like, which one's that? And right. Like, and I'm just like, I don't really want like someone. I think Miss Cracker is cool, like as a comedy queen and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. But it's, it's just like I don't want it to be like She's an cute. easy win for her just right. because all the black queens who are slaying mm-hmm. kind of get blended in together. Right. Yeah. I think Vixen kind of stands out the most just because yes. she's like vocal. Yeah. You know. But Vixen, like also because like she has those cheekbones, mm. those kind of yeah. aged oh, yes, cheekbones. Yes. Like, and she is the skinny one. I hate to say it, but she's the she's skinniest skinny. one. She, mm-hmm. like the other girls are not, you know, like they're not bad, bad. They're thick. They're yeah. thick. They're thick girls. Um, and they they make that work with their drag. But Vixen kind of stands out because of her. Like she just very she's very vocal. And yeah, although it bothered me that like after like after a runway, like her mm-hmm. hairline, her wig went up. So you can see her hairline. Oh, I was like, yeah, girl, I didn't you're, you're sloppy. Yeah, <laughs> she is like a little bit of a sloppier uh, queen. She is sloppy. You said that you. She kind of reminds you. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, yeah. But I think well, a little bit. Polished. I can more see polished. that. I can see that. She's yeah. a little bit, a little, little bit more polished. She should be where she she should be at. Right. She should, yeah. Yeah. Um, so really quickly, what do you all think about this new weekend EP? He dropped a new EP yesterday, surprisingly, a, a surprise EP trying to be like Beyonce and David mm-hmm. Bowie. Um, mm-hmm. th- do you think it, stop, uh, it tops Starboy? Because a lot of people say it's rooted in, you know, like his dark alternative R&B past. I have not heard it. I've heard one song off of it and mm-hmm. I did enjoy it, but I haven't heard the rest of the EP. I, I have to, I guess, give it a full listen. I'm not. Full disclosure: mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest weekend fan. I like certain songs of his. Gotcha. Um, specifically, I love the song that he has on the Black Panther soundtrack. That oh, song yeah, great for me. Yeah. It's actually everything. a top ten hit. It's yeah. a top ten hit right now. That song is everything. Adriel is a former fan. Really quickly, yes. Ooh, former. Um, I think it does a good job of tapping back into his original stuff from House of Balloons. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not really a fan of Starboys, so I cannot say that it is better. I think it's better, but like. I think, critical listening right. I don't know Starboy yeah. was like a cute little um, pop album like, how many records does he have does anyone on know? his EP or, or like how many al- no albums has so, he put out I think he put out like three um, uh, three um, mixtapes and then like he did like a trilogy of like his best from like those mm-hmm. three and then he did like the he has done three studio albums and now this EP oh wow so he has a lot of work out yeah, yeah so he's done a lot in, 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 and his Starboy considered like his it's like his big album no him. like behind the mat something the one that had I can't feel my face and the heels and everything on it oh that one yeah so well We'll be back next week, you all. We'll discuss it after we've listened to it this week. <laughs> basically, right. basically. You're listening to Chris State of Mind, Life on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be back next week with more shade and tea and all that jazz. Be sure to follow us on social media. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye. Bye.